Hello, and welcome to Two Old Guys on the Back Porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have the lovely and talented cat that's C-A-T, cutting a rug. Cat, what's happening? Hey, how y'all doing? We can found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. Please give us a subscribe button. We also can be found on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, this week we have two uh, European towns to shout out. One is Vienna, Austria, former home of Mozart, Beethoven, and Sigmund Freud. Our other town is a little town in Bavaria right outside of Munich called Kobelmoor. It's a little town with a Pulak castle. Bavaria? Bavaria. It's a part of Germany. Giving y'all a big round of applause. Sorry, the cat wants to go out. Wants to come in. Okay, alcohol is always here on the back porch, as is the cat and dog making noises in the background. You know, I drink because I work, and I work so I can drink. Today, I'm having a Brooklyn Brewery Pilsner, and then I'm going to have five more. I think I told you before in the past, really like the Brooklyn Brewery. The lager's good. The Pilsner's good. If you're ever around Brooklyn, New York, go check out the Boston Brewery at 79 North 11th Street. Kat, what you sip? Just having um, a... Bomb Pop Lemonade. It's right before 4th of July was when this is going to come out. And just giving little sips. It's red, white, and blue. Yeah. All right. Okay. I have to share. Because that's what we do. I had a eureka moment. I've been on this planet for almost six decades. And I haven't figured out much. But I have figured this out. What is that, brown cow? All right. The reason the price of everything has gotten out of control is because all the manufacturers of, you name it, uh, grocery store items, fertilizer, automobile, appliances, clothes, you name it, all the prices are insane, and the reason is simple. All these companies are trying to get back the billions they lost during the coronavirus. That's the reason we're getting screwed every time we enter a store. Inflation, my ass, okay? During 2020, well into 2021, these companies lost billions, okay? No one could go to work. No products on the shelf. Nobody's producing anything. Customer was not shopping as they normally would. There wasn't really much on the shelves to shop for. So now we're getting ripped off trying to buy food, clothes for yourself, your family. And the more I think about it, the the matter I get, all right, these companies have been pulling big profits off of us for years. Now, look. I'm not against big business, big money. I'm I'm not that dude. I'm not against it. Make all the money you can make. 
you're smarter than me, smarter than most, pile it up, have a nice day. But, but the point I'm trying to make is you've been making bank for years and you had a little stumble because of a pandemic that wasn't our fault, the consumers, wasn't our fault. And now, now you're going to try to jip us and jack everything up to get your money back. I don't, I don't know. I mean, and, and they're, they're going to push this thing right to the brink and see if we're dumb enough to fall in line. I always like to tell you why I bring stuff up. Uh-oh. I go to my mom's house. My mom's in her 80s. Okay, she's complaining about a jar of Kraft mayonnaise is now five bills. Okay, now how about that? I'm a Duke's girl. It's okay. on the bottom shelf. <laughs> Name any mayonnaise. It's five bucks. I didn't mean to point out Kraft. All right, now, the main ingredients in mayonnaise is... Uh, I think it's like egg yolks, oil, and vinegar. Okay. That's all it takes to make, I don't know, what's in a jar? 30, 48 ounces or something? Okay. They probably pay more for the freaking jar that it comes in than the ingredients that goes in this stuff. Not a mayo guy anyway. So I I don't want to hear about how, you know, Shipping costs have gone up. The price of gas, hell, gas was three, three sixty, between three and four dollars in twenty fourteen. Okay, that was ten freaking years ago. So I, I don't want to hear about inflation. I don't want to hear about your. I don't want to hear that cat. Can somebody turn that cat down? <laughs> I'm trying to think over here. <laughs> Seriously, I mean. It's shipping the price of gas, all the all the freaking excuses of why everything is off the rails. Well, Kraft would come back right back at you and say eggs are more expensive, therefore they have to re- move their prices. Uh, again, I don't I don't want to hear it. All <laughs> all it is is excuses after excuse. Now here's a perfect example of trying to get it back. Okay, that's all this whole game is. The last year or so. Every realm of our life, people have lost money. And now they want to tap us dry and it's going down and we're falling for it. Here's a perfect example. Okay, we have this uh, busy highway system out here that links like the south side of Richmond to the rest of the city. Now, the tolls are going up out there. Here's the reason given. There wasn't as much traffic in 2020 and into 2021. So nobody was going through the toll booths. So now we have to up the ante to get our money back. Now, now when this toll booth was made back in the late 70s, 80s, the reason given why they were creating this toll booth was because all these people moved out all the way out to Brandermill and they so. had to... They had to get a way to get to Richmond, and therefore those people have to pay for it since they moved all the way out there. They have this thing out there called the Richmond Metropolitan Transportation Authority. They took a vote to raise the tolls and their salary, and the vote magically came in 14 to 2. Shocker. 
Okay, now the tolls are going up like 70 cents to 90 cents, and if it's a tractor trailer, it's a dollar and something. They're no longer going to accept your dirty nickels and dimes. It's all going to be electronic. And, you know, we don't want to localize this podcast. We're just going to bring a couple things up and see maybe it might be happening where you are. Okay. Now, the toll booth, let's talk about this dodgy bastard anyway. The tolls were put up at the beginning, back in my day. Once they built a road, they put the toll booths up to what? To pay for the construction of the road. Once the road was paid off, the toll booths are supposed to disappear. Well, it's been 40 years. We ain't paid for that thing yet. That toll booth has been out there since the early 70s. Ooh. Okay. So the toll booths are now, it's a tax, right? Right. It's just, it's a permanent tax. That's really all that freaking thing is. Now, here's another example of we're going to get it back. Gotta get it back. We don't live in the city limits of Richmond. We told you. And again, we don't want to localize this thing. And it's for, I'll go back to the toll booths. I know some of y'all are laughing. You're talking about 70 cents Jersey and 90 turnpike, cents. Baby. I know some of you people are paying like $7 to get across some bridge and 7 to get back every day. I, I feel for you. I got you. Just trying to make an example of how we're getting jobbed here in 2023 and probably beyond. All right, down in the city of Bitchman, all right, this is what's going on. Starting July 2nd, if, if you have the displeasure of living in the city boundaries, your gas bill, your water bill, real estate tax, personal property tax, all of it is going up. Now, now, believe it or not, if you own property in the city of Richmond, it's now worth 13% more than it was last year. And you go, yes. And it doesn't matter if you own a, a, a shack that's falling down or, oh, you yeah. own a, or you own a big old house on the side of the James River. River Road. All get, of it. Get it proper. Everybody. And you know why? You will be taxed accordingly now. <laughs> I mean, this shit, it's criminal. It's really criminal. I mean, you know, let's take a look back. The idiot mayor down there in the city of Richmond. Who wants to be governor. If he's the governor, we're freaking moving. And and I don't care. We don't care if he's Republican, Democrat, liberal, independent. I don't know what he is. I have no idea. He's a freaking moron is what he is. Okay. When the pandemic hit. Nobody had to pay the gas bill. This is no lie. I don't know if they did it where you live. Around, around, down there in Richmond, you didn't have to pay for gas. You didn't have to pay for water. They weren't even paying rent. Right? No. Everything, no. everything was free it's as long as people, people were wearing a mask and coughing. And we wore masks, nothing against the mask. I a mean, lot of the people, pandemic was serious. A lot of people didn't have jobs also. Right. Well, that, so, you know, he was pretending like he was helping everybody out. Well, look what's happening now, a year and a half, two years later. Going to get it back. He going to get it back plus some. People's water bill, it was like 16 bucks a month. Right. That's going up to 30 some dollars a month. All their bills are going through the roof because he's going to get it back. Now, the other thing that's going on down there 
is they, th- this is no lie, in the city of Richmond, they're going to put up a new baseball diamond, allegedly. This is all talk. Reimagined. They're going to put up an amphitheater down by the James River, 7,500 people amphitheater. We have a Richmond Coliseum, which needs, it's got weeds growing around it. Garth Brooks hadn't played there in 10 years. That's going to get blown up, and we're going to put in, I don't know, urban housing or whatever he called it. Uh, They're going to put a slave museum somewhere down there, and he's still going to honking about a freaking casino. So how does that taste, Richmond resident, that all your bills just went through the moon Went to the mirror and, and we're gonna and dude's got like five Billy waiting to build all this shit he keeps talking about. But all he does is talk. His favorite words are move forward. And all he does is take a freaking step back. It's it's a freaking joke. You know, now City Hall it wants its money back and they're coming for it. Stoney and his band of idiots down there. They didn't just raise your water bill. They jacked up your taxes, all your utility bills. He wants his money, and he wants it all now. You know, Mayor Stoney has, was, was everybody's hero when you didn't have to pay for nothing. Now look what you got. As Johnny Rotten said, have you ever felt cheated? Bad English accent, I'm sorry. Really bad. But that's the way the thing's going, you know, again, if it's happening here, it might be happening where you live. You know, the question is, where is it going to freaking end? I mean, people are just getting by. July 2nd, they're dropping the hammer down there. And see, a lot of those idiots that live in the city limits, they don't, nobody reads the paper, nobody watches the news. They don't even know. They're going to find out. When those bills hit that freaking mailbox and start yanking it out of their uh, electronic whatever at the bank and wonder where their money went. Stoney's got it. That's where it's at. You know, I keep saying this over and over. You know, when you get older, you tend to repeat yourself. <laughs> so I keep saying, you know, me and the wifey, we go out to eat like a couple times a week. It's mainly crickets wherever we go. I believe people are tapping out of money. They're tapped out. They're going to stay home. Try to say, I don't blame them. You know, you're just hoping you can pay next month's bills. You know, the harsh reality, mom, is your mayo is five bucks now, and it's never going to go down, right? When the price of things go up, it only knows one direction to go, and that's up. All right, we're going to roll right into one tough son of a bitch. I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say one tough, awesome lady. That's for sure. Shirley Chisholm, born in 1924 from Brooklyn, New York. Shirley, she didn't want to be the first African-American woman elected to Congress. She wanted to be a catalyst for change in America. That's what Shirley Chisholm wanted. Born in Brooklyn, spent her early years in Barbados. That's right. where her grandparents Grandmother lived. was. She, yep. she was also a teacher. Uh, got her, went to Brooklyn College. 
started her career, also earned a master's in elementary education, Columbia University. By the time she was 40, she was elected to the New York State Assembly. Right. In 1968, she ran for a, it was like a newly drawn election district in Brooklyn. Yeah, the, the 12th district. And Shirley Chisholm won, becoming the first African-American congresswoman. As congresswoman, she fought for higher wages for the working class and education reform. Right. She also ran for president, first woman to run for president Democratic Party nomination. Yep. Shirley Chisholm, she showed Americans that a woman of color could stand toe-to-toe with anyone in government. And that makes Shirley Chisholm one tough, awesome lady. Are we watching anything? We are watching, and we watched one documentary that a lot of people have been talking about this week, especially on TikTok. Um, Shiny Happy People. It's about the daughter. Shiny Happy People laughing. Sorry, Michael. (laughs) Anyway, it's it's. About the Duggar family, Evangelical Baptist. Yes, your mother was a fan. Pretty much had retrograde gender roles, religion-focused homeschooling, and unbottled reproduction. I mean, the lady, she wanted to have, you know, what was it? She went to 19 and counting, but she she wanted 20, but it didn't work out, so... 20 kids. Crazy. I don't even, I'm not even good. And everything I, was TLC was going great for the Duggars until the s- of- oldest son, Josh, molested some of the sisters and they just kind of glossed over it and stopped the show. Horrible, horrible, horrible end to that family. Horrible show. end. And then they tried to do a reboot with the daughters, uh, Jill and Jessica. And I think Jill is, Duggar is, in the in the documentary, one of the victims of Josh, and later on he gets caught with uh, child pornography. So they totally canceled that show on top of that. <laughs> and also, you find out, you know, that these the girls weren't even paid to do this other show, even though they were adults and they had children and a husband. All right, are you on some kind of kick now? Because we did Gladiators when you found the behind the scenes. Are you watching some behind the scenes of dirty shows? What's going no, on? No, no, no. Every a lot of people watch this documentary, and and all of everything that they thought and did, the homeschooling and all that, it came from a Christian organization called the Institute for Basic Life Principles, founded by Bill Goddard in nineteen sixty one. And, you know, they were homeschooling the kids with, like, little pamphlets. There wasn't any books involved. Anyway, uh, it was interesting to see that sort type of life and how TLC tried to keep going with the thought of having more, you know, shows with multiple kids and everything, you know, and Christian, whatever. But it's just... It's a little little whack. It's a little whack. I mean, just like the... The sister said whenever they would get a tornado, she had to call them and tell them, hey, it's tornadoes coming, because they didn't have a TV and they didn't have a radio. Yeah. And, the you know, how they viewed women as, a, hey, that's another girl I can. It's sad. The whole and it's thing sad. is sad. And this Bill Goddard guy, also like a lot of cults, uh, he started 
sexually abusing young girls. It's a theme. It's a theme. It's a mode. I mean, there's a lot of science, you know, Scientology paths that went along kind of the same mode. I have trouble watching those things because I just, I feel so bad for people that, that came up in that and there's no control. They can't do anything about it, you know, you know until they get older and then realize, wow. And that's like the so... sad part of Jill or Jessica who, who was on in the documentary. She can just see like, you know, there how was... damaged they are. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible. That they and just, I, they just glossed over him. When, when you see adults sisters. doing something to kids and, and steering them in the wrong direction, you just want to, Lock them up is a nice word to put it. All right. What, what was that show, Kat? It was uh, Shiny Happy People. You can find it on Prime. All right. It's not shiny or happy. All right. It is triggering. Ooh. Let's get the party started. Oh, God. The shot of the week is a kamikaze. This shot actually was invented on American soil on a naval base. Nope. Take that back. It was a... American naval base in Japan after World That's War II. That's why I wondered, why do we get kamikaze? There's nothing Japanese. There's no sake in this. I don't know. Because they were in Japan. They were in Japan. All right. Very popular in the like 70s, 80s. Walk you know, up to the bar. Walk up to the bar. Kamikaze. for all of us. Yeah. All right. Here Let's we start go. Start the party. It's a shaker. Get your shaker filled with ice. A shot of vodka. Half shot of triple sec, half shot of lime juice. Shake the shit out of it, and bam, you have the kamikaze. Do we have one? Yes, we do. You can put a little piece of lime in that thing, too, can't you? All right. Garnish. Cat made us one. It seems like I've had our cheers, baby. Woo. That's easy. Because it hits the back of the throat. That's an easy one. All right, check out the kamikaze shot if you've never had one. I could do a whole bunch of those. Thank you, baby. Line them up, baby. Woo! All right, this week, band of the week. This is old school. Oh, so old school. The Samples. The Samples, founded in 1987 from Boulder, Colorado, Sean Kelly, and in Sheldon. Andy Sheldon. Sorry, Andy. Jeep who I believe was on the drums, and Al Laughlin. All right, the first time I heard this band, I saw them live here in Richmond around 1990. It blew me away. I'd never seen them before. I'd never heard of them. had a friend down at VCU who heard a bunch of buzz about the samples were coming. So we go see them. So you needed a sample? They got this screen behind them. It's showing like dolphins swimming and seals doing flips. So they were kind of into, you know, save nature and save the trees and all that. I, I didn't care. And it, they, their music has been described as a reggae influenced rock pop with a cross between the police and the Grateful Dead. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't put too much hippie into it. I didn't feel that. You didn't the feel reggae. You reggae didn't feel sure. fishy. I mean, you had. You know, Andy Shelton on bass and Jeep on drums. The rhythm section was freaking awesome. Of course, Sean Kelly, you know, he's the vocals, guitar guy. Just when I saw him, they they were like, it was so clean and crisp. You know, 
never heard of this band, and I was all in. You know, they they tried to do the big record company thing, but basically they they did their own thing for a while. Okay. The band's name came from the members' early sustenance of food samples at locals, like going to the Costco <laughs> and getting the little the samples, the little thing there. That's funny. Yeah. Well, when you're hungry and you're struggling, hungry. uh. I, I can name a bunch of songs. I mean, we were bumpered in with Did You Ever Look So Nice? And a lot of people have never heard of the samples. They're still going. It's it's a very weak version unless they've tightened it okay, up. Okay, tonight, as the night we're doing this, they're at Surrey Winery there in Chicago. But when this comes out, they're going to be at the Newburyport Brewing Company. Uh, Great, a winery and a brewery. July 1st and. <laughs> Newburyport, Massachusetts. Let's see if they'll play the back porch. I'll pay for it. <laughs> you know, again, I'm a fan. I've got like three CDs down there. Birth of Words, Feel Us Shaking When It's Raining. Um, very good songs. Um, again, the samples, only those who know, know. Hey, jump into the 90s. The lineup changed. But they uh, they did an album called... Why don't you explain why it changed? I will. They did an album in the 90s called Here and Somewhere Else. That again, it had really good songs on it. We All Move On, Any Other Day. And they're still going. Now, I saw a version of them, I'm going to say, about 10 years after I saw them the first time. It was like early 2000s. And uh, it was basically Sean Kelly and a backup band of some college punks or something. Some dudes. It was bad. I, I just, I was all geeked. I was like, I'm going to see the samples again. And it was just him. It wasn't the sample you liked. It was not good. But I'm not going to dog them. I, I like their music. I like reggae and those dudes, when they were on, they were on. Check out the samples wherever you get your music. We want to thank everybody for hanging out on the back porch. We want to thank all the breweries and distilleries across the land. And we will see y'all down the road. See ya.